Toby now has the floor, and he is going to try not to screw this up like everything else in his life. Let me rephrase that. I believe that you can do safety training and make it sound just as good as Daryl. Here we go. Okay. Um, one thing you're going to want to look out for is carpal tunnel syndrome. It's recommended that you take a 10-minute break from typing every hour. For your circulation, um, you're going to want to get up out of your chairs and, uh, and move around in about 10 minutes every hour. Yes, good, fine. Like stretching and... Um, yeah, you, your computer screen can be a big strain on your eyes, so uh, it's also recommended that you step away from about, about 10 minutes every hour. Wow, that is, that time really adds up. That's like a half an hour every hour? Take them at the same time. Okay, you know what, you're making it sound kind of lame, so skip ahead to the really dangerous stuff. Like, sometimes computers can explode, can they not? No, no. Um, you always want to keep a sweater or cardigan of some sort in case it gets drafted. What about a long sleeve tee? Well, that'll work. Long johns? A shawl? You know, anything that warms you. Okay, you know what? I think that everybody is going to vomit due to boredom. Sorry. He is very lame. Um, let's see. Seasonal affective disorder. A depression that includes weight gain, fatigue, irritability, brought on by the low light of winter. Thank God we only had a bailer to deal with. Yeah, that dim light is a bitch, Okay, hey. guys, you know what? I didn't, I didn't interrupt when you were having your presentation. Actually, you did. Hey, and welcome to the HVAC Apprentice Podcast. I gotta say, man, The Office is probably one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, super funny, man. I love that show. Um, but it's a reason why I played Toby's safety meeting brief in the beginning. I can't tell you guys about my accomplishments and not tell you about my failures. So, this week was a doozy, man. Uh, very first very first call um got stuck in the mud and then after that uh towards the end of the day furnace blows up in my face um so if you check the facebook page facebook group if you check the instagram page you will see where i actually posted a couple photos um showing what happened man i mean this stuff is this is some scary stuff um and I can make fun of it now. I can make light of it now, but it's really not something to make fun of because, man, I was in some serious trouble. Um, kind of give you some background on it. If you go to the Instagram page and you look at the post where you see nothing but mist coming off of the uh, unit. Um, this is back on the 7th of January when I actually posted this. And, uh, I get to the call and the whole call is just cold. I mean, the whole unit is just coated in oil. Um, the unit's been running so long without actually firing off and the safety was not shutting the oil off, uh, that it caused the whole entire unit to be saturated with oil, caused the floor to be saturated with oil, the flue, 
all of that. Um, I, I think initially the customer, what the customer told me was that initially that, you know, the system would shut down. So he pressed the reset button and then he just continued to press the reset button and continued to press the reset button and keep pressing it. So while he was just, you know, looking for the unit to start up, he figured out the unit would not start. He walked away, comes back the next day and boom, oil everywhere. Um, that's when he calls me out there. And I think I had talked about this on the podcast, um, because this was a, uh, you know, a different situation for me. I never really had to deal with this one before. So I get there, the unit just saturated with oil. My thing is, okay, let me just clean up as much oil as I can, wipe the inside of the chamber, wipe everything down, pull everything apart, wipe everything down. Um, I mean, this, it had gotten to the point where there was so much oil on just the electrodes, on the transformer, on, on the um, ignition module, I mean, it was, it was misting out of the unit, uh, to where it looked like smoke, but it was just oil. It was just oil. Um, and I'm glad that it did not far off when it, you know, at that point in time, cause that would have been extremely dangerous, uh, for the customer dangerous for me, you know, it just would have been bad. So, I uh, leave that call, uh, explain to the customer, Hey, I'm going to have to come back with some materials that we can take everything apart, wipe everything down, get as much of the uh, oil out as possible. And um, we'll try from there. So I come back a couple days later and same things going on. Um, I didn't start the unit at this point. I'm just focused on cleaning it, getting it um, completely freed of the saturated oil. So that way I can actually start the unit. So I do that, spend about two or three hours just cleaning the whole thing up. And I go to turn the system on. The transformer, the 10,000 volt transformer is getting voltage, but it's not producing any volts um, on the electrodes. So we have to order the part. I mean, this furnace is probably from 1986. Um, So we order the parts. The parts come back a few days later. And boom, here I am going back out to the unit. Um, so if you go to the Instagram page, you'll see that there was a picture there with melted wiring. That's how hot the unit got when it finally fired off. I replaced the transformer, fired everything off. As soon as the unit fired off, I shut it down immediately because it just started billowing smoke. Um, and the unit burned the excess oil for almost an hour and a half. The unit got so hot, man. I mean, you could stand in front of the unit. The, I'm just, I'm thankful that the unit was actually in a utility closet that was located, um, sort of like outside of the house. It was actually on the back patio. You can walk into the back patio and then there's a door. Uh, what they would, would, you know, that they would use as a utility closet with the water heater and washer and dryer, all that stuff in there. <clears throat> so I'm just letting this thing run. I mean, it, there's nothing I can do. Like I said, the system's not even on. There's no power to the system. The fire is just continuing to burn because there was so much oil still left uh, just in the flue pipe, you know, in the combustion chamber, just stuff I couldn't get out. Um, so after about an hour and a half, the system finally started to cool down a bit. 
Um, and there was so much soot that was coming out of the flu at the initial onset of actually firing off um, that when it started to die down and I can actually see the clear smoke, meaning that, you know, it's starting to actually burn cleaner at this point. I attempt to put a soot stick through the burner compartment. And as soon as I open up that chamber, um, just a little door to the chamber. I mean, it's a, it's a super small door to the chamber. I just get a face full of fireballs, right, right, right to the face. Um, and man, when I tell you that was a scary moment because at this point in time, the only thing I could think about is, man, am I going to lose my eyesight? Um, because as soon as, you know, as soon as I get hit with, you know, hit with the fireball to the face, uh, my whole face just, everything just kind of turned white. Uh, I couldn't see anything for about four or five minutes. Um, my face felt like it was just on fire. And um, luckily I had been to that call a few times before to where I could actually walk down, walk out the patio, walk down the stairs, walk alongside the house to get to the actual water spigot on the outside and just kind of like, you know, throw some water in my face to kind of get my face back to normal. Uh, whole time I couldn't see a thing, man. Um, and the only thing I could think about is, man, if I lose my eyesight, I won't be able to work in the trades anymore. I can't do what I love and I can't provide for my family. So that was a scary moment for me, man. Um, that was an extremely scary moment for me. Uh, you can see with the amount of damage that was caused to the wiring in the burner compartment, how hot that unit got. Um, I thank God that it did not do any more damage to me. I mean, I lost, <laughs> I lost a few eyelashes. Um, my, you know, beard, my beard got singed. My mustache got singed. My forehead got singed. And man, it was just a wake up call. Um, and this was sort of, sort of a careless mistake on my point, um, uh, because I got impatient. I got to the point where I'm already sitting at this call for an hour and a half the system's finally responding in a way that I want it to. And I just wanted to make sure that I did not leave the customer with a whole bunch of soot um, in that system, because then that would create more issues going forward. Uh, eventually what, what ended up happening was I had to shut the whole unit down. Uh, the system was just not safe to operate uh, even before that point, uh, because the, the safeties on the, uh, the safeties on the unit had failed initially to begin with. Um, and the system was so, so old, um, that I can't even get parts for this thing anymore unless they're generic parts. <clears throat> so, I mean, we're dealing with the, uh, oil furnace from 1986. We're dealing with the matching AC unit from 1986 as well. Um, so we, you know, I spoke with the owner, let him know what we needed to do. And he's like, yeah, let's just go ahead and get this thing replaced. Um, but man, I mean, that was definitely a scary moment, probably my scariest moment in the trades. Um, the only thing I can basically compare that to is when I was first exposed to a UV light, uh, because I didn't know what they were. Uh, this is my very first year in the field, maybe my first couple months in the field. And, um, the only thing that you know, the instructor told me not to do 
was take a look at the light while it's on. Anytime you're working on it, make sure you have the whole unit powered down. Make sure you don't look at it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm still training at this point, meaning I have somebody that is training with me. Um, he's showing me the ropes and one of our very first, you know, calls for the morning was going to a maintenance where, uh, the UV bulb needed to be changed out along with the maintenance. So we get to the, the unit and, uh, the guy that's training me is like, Hey, yeah, this is the UV thing we learned about this morning. So I took a peek at it, meaning I looked over his shoulder, stood on my tippy toes, looked inside the coil, probably looked at it for maybe two or three seconds, backed off. And mind you, yes, the unit was on the whole time. And when I tell you, I woke up that night at around two or three in the morning and it felt like somebody literally was taking sandpaper and just scraping my eyes with it. My eyes hurt so bad, <laughs> man. So yeah, I'm one of those guys, man, like accidents happen to me a lot. And I just thank God that he protects me because man, I should have been dead a long time ago. Um, there was another incident where I was driving the truck, man, coming home from a weekend on call and the axle rod pops in the middle of the interstate. Um, and it literally takes me from the far right lane and drives me all the way across to the far left lane. I mean, this is in the middle of traffic where, I mean, we're busy and we're about to hit an overpass. And the only thing I can think of is if I would have, if it would have happened on the overpass where the bridge was, man, I would not be here today. So I don't know if you guys are religious or what, but I thank God that I'm still here. I thank God that he protects me because man, um, your boy is clumsy, man. And your boy is careless sometimes. So I have to be reminded to be safe. Um, sometimes, like I said, we get impatient. We want to hurry up and get the job done. So we don't let everything go through its paces and we end up making a mistake. Either we're cutting ourselves or we're falling and hurting ourselves or we're putting ourselves in a precarious situation where we could easily injure ourselves and not think twice about it. So I know there are times when, um, especially the younger techs, man, they, they get out there and they want to do things to prove that they're, you know, worth, you know, they're waiting gold in the trade. Uh, but they're doing things in an unsafe manner. There was a, there was a call where a guy literally had his, his ladder on top of his vehicle because he couldn't reach it. He didn't have the proper extension ladder. I mean, it's, it's, it's just stuff like that that will cause you to have um, very serious injuries. <clears throat> Excuse me. And these er these injuries can either be life-threatening in injuries or they can be career-ending injuries. Um, and this is the stuff that we kind of have to pay attention to. Safety is probably one of the boring, the most boring uh, things we can talk about in meetings um, and a lot of times, uh, you know, we don't pay attention to that stuff, but man, this stuff is extremely important. I've seen people, um, burn their hands to the point where they can't even, uh, be in the trade anymore because they weren't using the proper, uh, PPE when they were dealing with refrigerant. I mean, that refrigerant can burn to the point where it will hurt you for days afterwards. Um, 
there are times where uh, there was a time where I was with uh, one of our senior uh, managers in the office and he made a mistake, took the Schrader valve completely out when all he wanted to do was loosen it. Uh, the Schrader valve popped out and pretty much all the refrigerant leaked out of the system. And my thing is, you know, this is, like I said, my first year in the trade. And I'm thinking, oh, man, we have to react. We have to do something. He's like, no, don't do anything. I mean, if it happens, it happens. Because the last thing you want to happen is for you to try to go in and stop something and end up either injuring yourself or damaging the equipment. We can always reclaim. We can always uh, evacuate. We can always do certain things to make sure the system is good to go. But we cannot replace our limbs we can't replace um our value to the company if we get extremely hurt we can't replace our value to our families uh you know that stuff right there is is extremely important and i don't think we think about that enough so learn from me and my mistakes um there have been plenty of times where i've got injured on the job and i just kept working you know what i mean and it's just certain things that is you know it's just kind of ingrained in me i grew up that way if you get if you get hurt on the playground or whatever, you know, it is what it is. Brush it off. Keep playing. Uh, when I was in high school, I, uh, you know, tried out for the football team my ninth grade year. And in practice, I broke my wrist. Um, I still went to practice the next four days without even realizing what was actually going on until my dad picked me up on the weekend and took me to the hospital, found out that I had a fractured wrist. Um, so I had to wear a cast the whole football season. And I just decided not to play, <laughs> you know, the rest of, you know, going forward, I just decided not to do football anymore. Um, so, you know, with me, I'm just, I'm different, man. If I cut myself, um, normally, normally I patch myself up and keep going. Now that I'm older, I'm 35. I have to think about certain things and how they affect my body, how they affect my performance, how they affect me, period. Um, because I want to be able to continually provide the life that I have been able to provide thanks to the trade, um, for my family. So I know you guys hate safety. Uh, we make a lot of fun of safety meetings. Uh, safety meetings is probably one of the most boring things you can endure, especially if it's an hour long meeting. Uh, and you know, we got training to get to my advice to you is, you know, take it seriously, man. Um, take something from it, learn from it because you still want to be in a position to where you can actually work the next day. Um, so yeah, that was it, man. I just wanted to get out there and share my, uh, faults with you guys. Uh, I'm just, I'm just extremely grateful that I did not get seriously injured. Um, and yes, right afterwards, I wiped my face, I gathered myself together, remained calm and I went back to work. <laughs> that's just, you know, that's just how I am, man. Um, so I'm, I'm good now. I'm, I'm not having any issues. My eyelashes are growing back and, uh, all that good stuff. So yeah, man, uh, take it seriously. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support. Um, all of you guys that have reached out to me on Facebook and Instagram. I, I thank you for the encouragement. It keeps me going. I'm glad that it keeps you guys going. Um, it doesn't matter when you start in a trade. It does not matter when you start. The only thing that matters is how seriously you take the trade, 
how quickly you can progress and how lasting your mark is uh, wherever you go. And uh, one of the greatest things that I love about the trade is that no matter where I go, um, I hear people speak about me in a way that, you know, I never even realized, you know, they would look at me that way. Um, and these are people that I looked up to in the trade. These are people that are in management positions or, or own their own companies. And man, the way they speak about me is just, it's, it's humbling to know um, that I can have some sort of an impact and, you know, with just five, six years in the field. Uh, because one thing I do um, and one thing that anybody will ever say about me is that whenever I touch something, I give it my 110%. Um, I mess up, I make mistakes, but, but my heart is in the right place. My heart is in taking care of the customer, taking care of the company and taking care of my family and everything falls in place after that. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you guys are getting something from this again. I can't appreciate my, I, I, I can't, you know, show my gratitude or appreciate you guys enough and uh, update on Dan. He accepted the position as service manager. So congrats to you, brother. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you next time.